Part Two of the Bacchae. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Bacchae by Euripides, translated by Gilbert Murray. Part Two. Enter Pentheus in fury. It is too much. This eastern knave hath slipped his prison, whom I held but now, hard-gripped in bondage. Ah, tis he! What, sirrah, how showest thou before my portals? He advances furiously upon him. And set a quiet carriage to thy rage. How comest thou here? How didst thou break thy cage? Speak! Said I not, or didst thou mark me not, there was one living that should set me free? Who? Ever wilder are these tales of thine. He who first made for man the clustered vine. I scorn him and his vines. For Dionysed his well, for in thy scorn his glory lies. Pentheus to his guard. Go swift to all the towers, and bar with all each gate. What, cannot God o'erleap a wall? Oh, wit thou hast, save where thou needest it. Whereso it most imports, there is my wit. Nay, peace, abide till he who hasteth from the mountainside with news for thee be come. We will not fly, but wait on thy command. Enter suddenly and in haste a messenger from the mountain. Great Pentheus, lord of all this Theban land, I come from high Catheron, where the frore snow spangles gleam and cease not evermore. And what of import may thy coming bring? I have seen the wild white women there, O king, whose fleet limbs darted arrow-like, but now from Thebes away, and come to tell thee how they work strange deeds and passing marvel. Yet I first would learn thy pleasure. Shall I set my whole tale forth, or fail the stranger part? Yea, lord, I fear the swiftness of thy heart, thine edged wrath, and more than royal soul. Thy tale shall nothing scathe thee. Tell the whole. It skills not to be wroth with honesty. Nay, if thy news with them be dark, tis he shall pay it, who bewitched and led them on. A herded kind were moving in the dawn up to the peaks, the greyest, coldest time, when the first rays steal earthward, and the rime yields, when I saw three bands of them, the one Atanoi led, one Aino, one thine own mother Agave. There, beneath the trees, sleeping they lay, like wild things flung at ease in the forest, one half sinking on a bed of deep pine greenery, one with careless head amid the fallen oak leaves, all most cold in purity, not as thy tale was told of wine cups and wild music and the chase for love amid the forest's loneliness. Then rose the queen Agave suddenly amid her band and gave the gods wild cry, Awake ye, Bacchanals! I hear the sound of the horned kine! Awake ye! Then, all round, alert, the warm sleep fallen from their eyes, a marvel, of swift ranks I saw them rise, Danes, young and old, and gentle maids unwed among them. O'er their shoulders first they shed their tresses, and caught up the fallen fold of mantles where some clasp had loosened hold, and girt the dappled fawn-skins in with long, quick snakes that hissed and writhed with quivering tongue. And one young fawn held, and one wild wolf-cub, and fed them with white milk, and smiled in love, young mothers, with a mother's breast, and babes at home forgotten. Then they pressed, 
wreathed ivy round their brows, and oaken sprays, and flowering byrony. And one would raise her wand and smite the rock, and a straight jet of quick, bright water came. Another set her thrissus in the bosomed earth, and there was red wine that the god sent up to her, a darkling fountain. And if any lips sought whiter draughts with dipping fingertips, they pressed the sod, and gushing from the ground came springs of milk. And reed wands ivy crowned ran with sweet honey drop by drop. O oh, king, hadst thou been there as I, and seen this thing with prayer, and most high wonder hadst thou gone to adore this god whom now thou railst upon. Howbeit the kind wardens and shepherds straight came to one place, amazed and held debate. And one being there, who walked the streets and scanned the ways of speech, took lead of them whose hand knew but the slow soil and the solemn hill, and flattering spoke and asked, Is it your will, masters, we stay the mother of the king, Agave, from her lawless worshipping, and win us royal thanks? And this seemed good to all, and through the branching underwood we hid us, cowering in the leaves. And there, through the appointed hour, they made their prayer and worship of the wand, with one accord of heart and cry, Iacos, Bromios, Lord, God of gods, born. And all the mountain felt and worshipped with them. And the wild things knelt and ramped and gloried, and the wilderness was filled with moving voices and dim stress. Soon, as it chanced, beside my thicket close, the queen herself passed dancing, and I rose and sprang to seize her. But she turned her face upon me. Ho! Oh, my rovers of the chase, my wild white hounds, we are hunted! Up! Each rod and follow, follow for our Lord and God. Thereat, for fear they tear us, we all fled amazed. And on, with hand unweaponed, they swept toward our herd that browsed the green hill grass. Great, uttered kind, then hadst thou seen, bellowing in sword-like hands that cleave and tear, a live steer riven asunder, and the air tossed with rent ribs or limbs of cloven tread, and flesh upon the branches, and a red rain from the deep green pines. Yea, bulls of pride, horns swift to rage, were fronted and aside flung, stumbling by those multitudinous hands, dragged piteously. And swifter were the bands of garbed flesh and bone unbound withal, than on thy royal eyes the lids may fall. Then unlike birds, by their own speed upborne, they swept toward the plain of waving corn that lie beside Esopus's banks, and bring to Thebes the rich fruit of her harvesting. On Hisiae and Erythrae, that lie nursed amid Kitherion's bowering rocks, they burst, destroying as a foeman's army comes. They caught up little children from their homes, high on their shoulders, babes, upheld, that swayed and laughed, and fell not, all a wreck they made. Yea, bronze and iron did shatter, and in play struck hither and thither, yet no wound had they caught fire from out the hearths, yea, carried hot flames in their tresses, and were scorched not. The village folk in wrath took spear and sword, and turned upon the bacay. Then, dread lord, the wonder was, for spear nor barbed brand could scathe nor touch the damsels. But the wand, the soft and wreathed wand, their white hands sped, blasted those men and quelled them, and they fled dizzily. Sure some god was in these things. And the holy women, back to those strange springs returned, that God had sent them when the day dawned, on the upper heights, and washed away the stains of battle. And those girdling snakes, 
hissed out to lap the water-drops from cheeks and hair and breast. Therefore I counsel thee, O king, receive the spirit, whoe'er he be, to Thebes in glory. Greatness manifold is all about him, and the tale is told that this is he who first to man did give the grief-assuaging vine. O oh, let him live, for if he die, then love herself is slain, and nothing joyous in the world again. Albeit I tremble, and scarce may speak my thought to a king's face, yet will I hide it not. Dionys is God, no God more true nor higher. It burst hard by us, like a smothered fire, this frenzy of Bacchic women. All my land is made their mock. This needs an iron hand. Oh, Captain, quick to the electron gate, bid gather all my men-at-arms thereat, Call all that spur the charger, all that know to wield the orbed targe, or bend the bow. We march to war, for God, shall women dare such deeds against us? Tis too much to bear. Thou mark'st me not, O king, and holdest light my solemn words. Yet in thine own despite I warn thee still, Lift thou not up thy spear against a god, but hold thy peace, and fear his wrath, he will not brook it, if thou fright his chosen from the hills of their delight. Peace thou, and if once thou hast slipped chain, give thanks, or shall I not thine arms again? Better to yield him prayer and sacrifice than kick against the pricks, since Dionys is God, and thou but mortal. That will I. Yea, sacrifice a woman's blood to cry his name through all Kitheron. Ye shall fly all and abase your shields of bronzen rim before their wands. There is no way with him, this stranger that so dogs us. Well or ill I may entreat him, he must babble still. Wait, good my friend. These crooked matters may even yet be straightened. Pentheus has started as though to seek his army at the gate. I, if I obey my own slave's will, how else? Myself will lead the damsels hither, without sword or steed. How now? This is some plot against me. What dost fear? Only to save thee do I plot. It is some compact ye have made whereby to dance these hills for ever. Verily that is my compact, plighted with my lord. Pentheus turning from him. Ho, oh, armourers! Bring forth my shield and sword, and thou be silent. Dionysus, after regarding him fixedly, speaks with resignation. Ah, uh, have then thy will. He fixes his eyes upon Pentheus again, while the armourers bring out his armour, then speaks in a tone of command. Man, thou wouldst fain behold them on the hill, praying. Pentheus, who, during the rest of this scene, with a few exceptions, simply speaks the thoughts that Dionysus puts into him, losing power over his own mind. That would I, though it cost me all the gold of Thebes. So much? Thou art quick to fall to such great longing. Pentheus, somewhat bewildered at what he has said. Aye, it would grieve me much to see them flown with wine. Yet... Cravest thou such a sight as would much grieve thee? Yes, I fain would watch, ambushed among the pine. Twere vain to hide, they soon will track thee out. Well said, twere best done openly. Wilt thou be led by me and try the venture? Ay, indeed. Lead on. Why should we tarry? First, we need a rich and trailing robe of fine linen to gird thee. 
Nay, am I a woman then, and no man more? Wouldst have them slay thee dead? No man may see their mysteries. Well said. I marked thy subtle temper long ere now. Tis Dionys that prompteth me. And now, meanest thou the further plan? First take thy way within, I will array thee. What array? The woman's? Nay, I will not. Doth it change so soon all thy desire to see this strange adoring? Wait, what garb wilt thou bestow about me? First a long tress, dangling low beneath thy shoulders. Ay, and next? The same red robe falling to thy feet, and on thine head a snood. And after? Hast thou aught beyond? Surely, the dappled fawn-skin and the wand. Pentheus, after a struggle with himself. Enough! I cannot wear a robe and snood. How wouldst liefer draw the sword and spill men's blood? True, that were evil. Ay, it is best to go first to some place of watch. Far wiser so than seek by wrath wrath's bitter recompense. What of the city streets? Canst lead me hence unseen of any? Lonely and untried thy path from hence shall be, and I thy guide. I care for nothing, so these bacchanals triumph not against me. Forward to my halls within, I will ordain what seemeth best. Ah, so be it, O king. Tis mine to obey thine hest, whate'er it be. Pentheus, after hesitating once more, and waiting. Well, I will go. Perchance to march and scatter them with serried lance. Perchance to take thy plan. I know not yet. Exit Pentheus into the castle. Damsels, the lion walketh to the net. He finds his Bacchae now, and sees, and dies, and pays for all his sin. O Dionys, this is thine hour, and thou not far away. Grant us our vengeance. First, O master, stay the course of reason in him and instill a foam of madness. Let his seeing will, which ne'er had stopped to put thy vesture on, be darkened, till the deed is lightly done. Grant likewise that he find through all his streets loud scorn this man of wrath and bitter threats that made Thebes tremble, led in woman's guise. I go to fold that robe of sacrifice on Pentheus that shall deck him to the dark, his mother's gift. So shall he learn and mark God's true son, Dionys, in fullness, God, most fearful yet to man, most soft of mood. Exit Dionysus, following Pentheus into the castle. Will they ever come to me, ever again? The long, long dances, on through the dark till the dim stars wane. Shall I feel the dew on my throat, and the stream of wind in my hair? Shall our white feet gleam in the dim expanses? O oh, feet of a fawn to the green wood fled, alone in the grass and the loveliness. Leap of the hunted, no more in dread, beyond the snares and the deadly press. Yet a voice still in the distance sounds, A voice and a fear and a haste of hounds, A wildly labouring, fiercely fleet, Onward yet by river and glen, Is it joy or terror, ye storm-swift feet? 
to the dear lone lands untroubled of men where no voice sounds and amid the shadowy green the little things of the woodland live unseen what else is wisdom what of man's endeavour or god's high grace so lovely and so great to stand from fear set free to breathe and wait to hold a hand uplifted over hate and shall not loveliness be loved for ever o strength of god slow art thou and still yet failest never on them that worship the ruthless will on them that dream doth his judgment wait dreams of the proud man making great and greater ever things which are not of god in wide and devious coverts hunter-wise he coucheth time's unhasting stride following following him whose eyes look not to heaven for all is vain the pulse of the heart the plot of the brain that striveth beyond the laws that live and is thy fate so much to give is it so hard a thing to see that the spirit of god whate'er it be the law that abides and changes not ages long the eternal and nature born these things be strong what else is wisdom what of man's endeavour or god's high grace so lovely and so great to stand from fear set free to breathe and wait to hold a hand uplifted over hate and shall not loveliness be loved for ever happy he on the weary sea who hath fled the tempest and won the haven happy whoso hath risen free above his striving for strangely graven is the orb of life that one and another in gold and power may outpass his brother and men in their millions float and flow and see with a million hopes as leaven and they win their will or miss their will and the hopes are dead or are pined for still but whoe'er can know as the long days go that to live is happy hath found his heaven re-enter dionysus from the castle oh i that cravest sights thou must not see o oh, heart athirst for that which slakes not thee pentheus i call forth and be seen in guise of woman menad saint of dionys to spy upon his chosen and thine own mother enter pentheus clad like a bacchanal and strangely excited a spirit of bacchic madness overshadowing him ah thy shape methinks is like to one of cadmus royal maids yea and mine eye is bright yon sun shines twofold in the sky thebes twofold and the wall of seven gates and is it a wild bull this that walks and waits before me there are horns upon thy brow what art thou man or beast for surely now the bull is on thee he who erst was wroth goes with us now in gentleness he hath unsealed thine eyes to see what thou shouldst see. Say, stand I not as Eno stands, or she who bore me? When I look on thee, it seems I see their very selves. But stay, why streams that lock abroad not where I laid it, crossed under the coif? I did it as I tossed my head in dancing to and fro, and cried his holy music. Dionysus, tending him. It shall soon be tied aright. Tis mine to tend thee. Nay, but stand with head straight. In the hollow of thine hand I lay me. Deck me as thou wilt. 
thy zone is loosened likewise and the folded gown not evenly falling to the feet tis so by the right foot but here methinks they flow in one straight line to the heel and if thou prove their madness true i am more than true what love and thanks hast thou for me in my right hand is it or thus that i should bear the wand to be most like to them up let it swing in thy right hand timed with the right foot's spring tis well thy heart is changed what strength is this kithron steeps and all that in them is how sayest thou could my shoulders lift the whole surely thou canst and if thou wilt thy soul being once so sick now stands as it should stand shall it be bars of iron or this bare hand and shoulder to the crags to wrench them down wouldst wreck the nymph's wild temples and the brown rocks where pan pipes at noonday nay not i force is not well with women i will lie hid in the pine brake even as fits a spy on holy and fearful things so shalt thou lie <laughs> they lie there now methinks the wild birds caught by love among the leaves and fluttering not it may be that is what thou goest to see i and to trap them so they trap not thee forth through the thebans town i am their king i their one man seeing i dare this thing yea thou shalt bear their burden thou alone therefore thy trial awaiteth thee but on with me into thine ambush shalt thou come unscathed then let another bear thee home the queen my mother marked of every eye for that i go thou shalt be born on high that were like pride thy mother's hands shall share thy carrying nay i need not such soft care so soft whate'er it be i have earned it well exit pentheus towards the mountain fell fell art thou and to a doom so fell thou walkest that thy name from south to north shall shine a sign for ever reach thou forth thine arms agave now and ye dark-browed cadman sisters greet this prince so proud to the high ordeal where save god and me none walks unscathed the rest this day shall see exit dionysus following pentheus o hounds raging and blind up by the mountain road sprites of the maddened mind to the wild maids of god fill with your rage their eyes rage at the rage unblessed watching in woman's guise the spy upon gods possessed who shall be first to mark eyes in the rock that spy eyes in the pine-tree dark is it his mother and cry lo what is this that comes haunting troubling still even in our heights our homes the wild maids of the hill what flesh bear this child never on woman's breast changeling so evil smiled man is he not but beast loin shape of the wild gorgon breed of the waste hither for doom and deed hither with lifted sword justice wrath of the lord come in our visible need smite till the throat shall bleed smite till the heart shall bleed him the tyrannous lawless godless achaean's earth-born seed 
Tyrannously hath he trod, Marched him in law's despite, Against thy light, O God, Yea, and thy mother's light, Girded him, falsely bold, Blinded in craft to quell, And by man's violence hold Things unconquerable. A straight, pitiless mind Is death unto godliness, And to feel in human kind Life and a pain the less. Knowledge, we are not foes, I seek thee diligently, That the world with a great wind blows, Shining and not from thee, Blowing to beautiful things on, Amid dark and light, Till life, through the trammelings Of laws that are not the right, Breaks, clean and pure, And sings glorying to God in the height. Hither for doom and deed, Hither with lifted sword, Justice, wrath of the Lord, Come in our visible need, Smite till the throat shall bleed, Smite till the heart shall bleed, Him the tyrannous, lawless, godless, Achaion's earth-born seed. Appear, appear, whatso thy shape or name, O mountain-bull, snake of the hundred heads, Lion of burning flame, O God, beast, mystery, come! Thy mystic maids are hunted, Blast their hunter with thy breath, Cast o'er his head thy snare, And laugh aloud and drag him to his death, Who stalks thy herded madness in its lair. Enter hastily a messenger from the mountain, Pale and distraught. Woe to the house once blessed in Hellas! Woe to thee, old King Sidonian, Who didst sow the dragon seed on Ares' bloody lee! Alas, even thy slaves must weep for thee, News from the mountain. Speak, how hath it sped? Pentheus, my king, Echion's son, is dead. All hail, God of the voice, manifest evermore. What sayest thou? And how strange thy tone, as though in joy at this my master's overthrow. With fierce joy I rejoice, child of a savage shore, for the chains of my prison are broken, and the dread where I cowered of yore. And deemst thou Thebes so beggared, so forlorn of manhood, as to sit beneath thy scorn? Thebes hath o'er me no sway, none save him I obey, Dionysus, child of the highest, him I obey and adore. One can forgive thee, yet tis no fair thing, maids to rejoice in a man's suffering. Speak of the mountain-side, tell us the doom he died, The sinner smitten to death, even where his sin was sore. We climbed beyond the utmost habitings of Theban shepherds, Past Aesopus's springs, and struck into the land of rock on dim Catheron, Pentheus, and attending him I, and the stranger who should guide our way. Then first in a green dell we stopped and lay, Lips dumb and feet unmoving, warily watching, to be unseen, and yet to see. A narrow glen it was, by crags or towered, torn through the by tossing waters, and there lowered a shadow of great pines over it, and there the mated maidens sate, in toil they were, busily glad. Some with an ivy chain tricked a worn wand to toss its locks again. Some wild enjoyance, like young steeds set free, made answering songs of mystic melody. But my poor master saw not the great band before him. Stranger, he cried, where we stand my eyes can reach not these false saints of thine. Mount we the banks, or some high-shouldered pine, and I shall see their follies clear. At that there came a marvel, 
for the stranger straight touched a great pine tree's high and heavenward crown and lower 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 urged it down to the herbless floor round like a bending bough or slow wheels rim a joiner forces to so in those hands that tough and mountain stem bowed slow oh strength not mortal dwelt in them to the very earth and there he set the king and slowly lest it cast him in its spring let back the young and straining tree till high it towered again amid the towering sky and pentheus in its branches well i ween he saw the maidens then and well was seen for scarce was he aloft when suddenly there was no stranger any more with thee but out of heaven a voice oh what voice else twas he that called behold o damosels i bring ye him who turneth to despite both me and ye and darkeneth my great light tis yours to avenge so spake he and there came twixt earth and sky a pillar of high flame and silence took the air and no leaf stirred in all the forest dell thou hadst not heard in that vast silence any wild things cry and up they sprang but with bewildered eye a gaze and listening scarce yet hearing true then came the voice again and when they knew their god's clear will old cadmus's royal brood up like wild pigeons startled in a wood on flying feet they came his mother blind agave and her sisters and behind all the wild crowd more deeply maddened then through the angry rocks and torrent tossed glen until they spied him in the dark pine tree then climbed a crag hard by and furiously some sought to stone him some their wands would fling lancewise aloft in cruel targeting but none could strike the height o'ertopped their rage and there he clung unscathed as in a cage caught and of all their strife no end was found then hither cried agave stand we round and grip the stem my wild ones till we take this climbing cat of the mount he shall not make a tale of god's high dances out then shone arm upon arm past count and closed upon the pine and gripped and the ground gave and down it reeled and that high sitter from the crown of the green pine top with a shrieking cry fell as his mind grew clear and there hard by was horror visible twas his mother stood o'er him first priestess of those rites of blood he tore the coif and from his head away flung it that she might know him and not slay to her own misery he touched the wild cheek crying mother it is I, thy child, thy Pentheus, born thee in Echion's hall. Have mercy, mother, let it not befall through sin of mine that thou shouldst slay thy son. But she, with lips of foam and eyes that run like leaping fires, with thoughts that ne'er should be on earth, possessed by Bacchios utterly, stays not her hears. Round his left arm she puts both hands, set hard against his side her foot, drew and the shoulder severed not by might of arm but easily as the god made light her hand to say and at the other side was eno rendering and torn flesh cried and and autonoi pressed and all the crowd of ravening arms yea all the air was loud with groans that faded into sobbing breath dim shrieks and joy and triumph cries of death 
and here was born a severed arm, and there a hunter's booted foot, white bones lay bare with rending, and swift hands as sanguined, tossed as in sport the flesh of Pentheus dead. His body lies afar, the precipice hath part, and parts in many an interstice lurk of the tangled woodlands, no light quest to find. And, ah, the head, of all the rest, his mother hath it, pierced upon a wand, as one might pierce a lion's, and through the land, leaving her sisters in their dancing place, bears it on high. Yea, to these walls her face was set, exulting in her deed of blood, calling upon her Bromios, her god, her comrade, fellow renderer of the prey, her all-victorious, to whom this day she bears in triumph her own broken heart. For me, after that sight, I will depart before Agave comes. Oh, to fulfill God's law, and have no thought beyond his will, is man's best treasure. I, and wisdom true, methinks, for things of dust to cleave unto. The messenger departs into the castle. Weave ye the dance, and call praise to God. Bless ye the tyrant's fall. Down is trod Pentheus, the dragon's seed. Wore he the woman's weed, Clasped he his death indeed, Clasped the rod. Yea, the wild ivy lapped him, And the doomed wild bull of sacrifice Before him loomed. Ye who did Bromeo scorn, Praise him the more, Bacchanals, Cadmus-born, Praise with sore agony, Yea, with tears, Great are the gifts he bears, Hands that a mother rears Red with gore. But stay, Agave cometh, and her eyes make fire around her, reeling. Ho, oh, the prize cometh. All hail, O rout of Dionys. Enter from the mountain Agave, mad, and to all seeming wondrously happy, bearing the head of Pentheus in her hand. The chorus maidens stand horror-struck at the sight. The leader, also horror-struck, strives to accept it and rejoice in it as the god's deed. Ye from the lands of morn. Call me not, I give praise. Lo, from the trunk new shorn, Hither a mountain thorn bear we, O Asia-born Bacchanals, Bless this chase. I see, yea, I see, Have I not welcomed thee? He was young, in the wildwood without nets, I caught him, nay, Look without fear on the lion, I have ta'en him. Where in the wildwood, whence have ye brought him? Scytheron. Catheron. The mountain hath slain him. Who first came nigh him? I, I, tis confessed, and they named me there, by him, Agave the Blessed. Who was next in the band on him? The daughters. The daughters? Of Cadmus laid hand on him, but the swift hand that slaughters is mine. Mine is the praise. Bless ye this day of days. The leader tries to speak, but is not able. Agave begins gently stroking the head. Gather ye now to the feast. Feast! O oh, miserable! See, it falls to his breast, curling and gently tressed. The hair of the wild bull's crest, The young steer of the fell. Most like a beast of the wild, That head, those locks defiled. 
Agave, lifting up the head more excitedly. He wakened his mad ones, a chase god, a wise god. He sprang them to seize this. He prays where his band prays. In the trail of thy mad ones thou tearest thy prize, god. Dost praise it? I praise this? Ah, soon shall the land praise. And Pentheus, O mother, thy child. He shall cry on my name as none other. Bless the spoils of the lion. Ay, strange is thy treasure. And strange was the taking. Thou art glad? Beyond measure. Yeah, glad in the breaking of dawn upon all this land by the prize, the prize of my hand. Show them to all the land, unhappy one, the trophy of this deed that thou hast done. Oh, all ye men that round the citadel and shining towers of ancient Thebe dwell, come, look upon this prize, this lion's spoil, that we have taken, ya with our own toil. We, Cadmus's daughters, not with lathern set, Thessalian javelins, not with hunter's net, only white arms and swift hands bladed fall. Why make ye much ado, and boast withal your armorer's engines? See, these palms were bare that caught the angry beast and beheld and tear the limbs of him. Father, go bring to me my father. I, and Pentheus, where is he? My son, he shall set up a ladder stair against this house, and in the triglyphs there nail me this lion's head, that gloriously I bring ye, having slain him, I, even I. She goes through the crowd toward the castle, showing the head and looking for a place to hang it. Enter from the mountain Cadmus, with attendants, bearing the body of Pentheus on a bier. On, with your awful burden. Follow me, thralls, to his house, whose body grievously, with many a weary search, at last in dim Kitheron's glens I found, torn limb from limb, and through the intervening forest weed scattered. Men told me of my daughter's deed, when I was just returned within these walls with great Tiresias from the Bacchanals and back I hide me to the hills again to seek my murdered son. There saw I plain Actaeon's mother, ranging where he died, Atanoe and Eno by her side, wandering ghastly in the pine-copses. Agave was not there. The rumour is she cometh fleet-foot hither. Ah, tis true! A sight I scarce can bend mine eyes unto. Agave, turning from the palace and seeing him. My father, a great boast is thine this hour. Thou hast begotten daughters, high in power, and valiant above all mankind. Yea, all valiant, though none like me, I have let fall the shuttle by the loom. To slay from out thy land wild beasts see in my arms i bear the prize that nailed above these portals it may rise to show what things thy daughters did do thou take it and call a feast proud art thou now and highly favoured in our valiancy 
oh depth of grief how can i fathom thee or look upon thee poor poor blood-stained hand poor sisters a fair sacrifice to stand before god's altars daughter yea and call me and my citizens to feast withal nay let me weep for thine affliction most then for mine own all all of us are lost not wrongfully yet it is hard from one who might have loved our bromios our own how crabbed and how scolding in his eyes is man's old age would that my son likewise were happy of his hunting in my way when with his warrior bands he will essay the wild beast nigh his valiance is to fight with god's will father thou shouldst set him right will no one bring him thither that mine eyes may look on his and show him this my prize alas if ever ye can know again the truth of what ye did what pain of pain that truth shall bring or were it best to wait darkened for evermore and deem your state not misery though ye know no happiness what seest thou here to chide or not to bless raise me thine eyes to yon blue dome of air tis gone what dost thou bid me seek for there is it the same or change it in thy sight more shining than before more heavenly bright and that wild tremor is it with thee still i know not what thou sayest but my will clears and some change cometh i know not how canst hearken then being changed and answer now i have forgotten something else i could what husband led thee of old from mine abode echion whom men named the child of earth and what child in echion's house had birth pentheus of my love and his father's bread thou bearest in thine arms an head what head agave beginning to tremble and not looking at what she carries a lion's so they all said in the chase turn to it now tis no long toil and gaze ah but what is it what am i carrying here look once upon it full till all be clear i see most deadly pain oh woe is me wears it the likeness of a lion to thee no tis the head o oh god of pentheus this blood-drenched ere thou wouldst know him ay tis his who slew him how came i to hold this thing o oh, cruel truth is this thine home-coming answer my heart is hanging on thy breath twas thou thou and thy sisters wrought his death in what place was it his own house or where where the dogs tore Actaeon, even there why went he to Cytherin? what sought he to mock the god in thine own ecstasy but how should we be on the hills this day being mad a spirit drove all the land that way tis dionys hath done it now i see ye wronged him ye denied his deity show me the body of the son i love tis here my child 
hard was the quest thereof laid in due state as there is no answer she lifts the veil of the bier and sees oh if i wrought a sin twas mine what portion had my child therein he made him like to you adoring not the god who therefore to one bane hath brought you and this body wrecking all our line and me ay no man-child was ever mine and now this first fruit of the flesh of thee sad woman foully here and frightfully lies murdered whom the house looked up unto kneeling by the body o child my daughter's child who heldest true my castle walls and to the folk a name of fear thou wast and no man sought to shame my gray beard when they knew that thou wast there else had they swift reward and now i fare forth in dishonour outcast i the great cadmus who sowed the seed-rose of this state of thebes and reaped the harvest wonderful o oh, my beloved though thy heart is dull in death o oh, still beloved and alway beloved never more then shalt thou lay thine hand to this white beard and speak to me thy mother's father ask who wrongeth thee who stints thine honour or with malice stirs thine heart speak and i smite thine injurers but now woe woe to me and thee also woe to thy mother and her sisters woe alway oh whoso walketh not in dread of gods let him but look on this man dead lo i weep with thee twas but due reward god sent on pentheus but for thee tis hard my father thou canst see the change in me a page or more has here been torn out of the manuscript from which all our copies of the bacchae are derived it evidently contained a speech of agave followed presumably by some words of the chorus and an appearance of dionysus upon a cloud he must have pronounced judgment upon the thebans in general and especially upon the daughters of cadmus have justified his own action and declared his determination to establish his godhead where the manuscript begins again we find him addressing cadmus and tell of time what gifts for thee he bears what griefs and wonders in the winding years for thou must change and be a serpent thing strange and beside thee she whom thou didst bring of old to be thy bride from heaven afar harmonia daughter of the lord of war yea and a chariot of kine so spake the word of zeus thee and thy queen shall take through many lands lord of a wild array of orient spears and many towns shall they destroy beneath thee that vast horde until they touch apollo's dwelling and fulfil their doom back driven on stormy ways and steep thee only and thy spouse shall ares keep and save alive to the islands of the blest thus speaketh dionysus son confessed of no man but of zeus 
Ah, had ye seen truth in the hour ye would not, all had been well with ye, and the child of God your friend. Dionysus, we beseech thee, we have sinned. Too late. When there was time, ye knew me not. We have confessed, yet is thine hand too hot? Ye mocked me, being God. This is your wage. Should God be like a proud man in his rage? Tis as my sire Zeus willed it long ago. Old man, the word is spoken. We must go. And seeing ye must, what is it that ye wait? Child, we are come into a deadly strait, all. Thou, poor sufferer, and thy sisters twain, and my sad self. Far off to barbarous men, a gray-haired wanderer, I must take my road. And then the oracle, the doom of God, that I must lead a raging horde far-flown to prey on Hellas. Lead my spouse, mine own Harmonia, Ares' child, discorporate and haunting forms, dragon and dragon-mate, against the tombs and altar-stones of Greece lance upon lance behind us and not cease from toils like other men nor dream nor past the foam of acheron find my peace at last father and i must wander far from thee o oh, child why wilt thou reach thine arms to me as yearns the milk-white swan when old swans die where shall i turn me else no home have I. I know not. I can help thee not. Farewell, O homo ancient tower. Lo, I am outcast from my bower, And leave ye for a worser lot. Go forth, go forth to misery, The way Actaeon's father went. Father, for thee my tears are spent. Nay, child, tis I must weep for thee, For thee and for thy sisters twain. On all this house, in bitter wise, Our lord and master Dionys Hath poured the utter dregs of pain. In bitter wise, for bitter was the shame Ye did me when Thebes honoured not my name. Then lead me where my sisters be. Together let our tears be shed, Our ways be wandered, where no red Cithern waits to gaze on me, Nor I gaze back, no thyrsus stem, nor song nor memory in the air o oh, other bacchanals be there not i not i to dream of them agave with her group of attendants goes out on the side away from the mountain dionysus rises upon the cloud and disappears there may be many shapes of mystery and many things god makes to be past hope or fear and in the end men looked for cometh not and a path is there where no man thought so hath it fallen here. Exeunt. End of part two. End of the Bacchae by Euripides. Translated by Gilbert Murray.